I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychax, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the trap of the high-value woman. So I'm very happy to report that I've been doing a lot of consultations with women these days. I love doing consultations with women because I love helping women see things from a man's perspective. This is important. Because just like in marketing, you kind of have to see things from the perspective of your potential customers so that you can make a value proposition that resonates with them. Insisting that people should simply buy what you're selling independent of their own wants and needs doesn't work. So seeing things from a man's perspective will help women get the kinds of relationships that they want from the men they want to have those relationships with. Now, a certain issue has come up repeatedly in these consultations, so I thought I'd make an episode about it. Because if several women in the recent past have been struggling with this issue, chances are very good that many, many women are currently struggling with the same issue right now. And it kind of goes like this. Usually, these women come to me and they say, Orion, I'm in my 30s, and I understand that my time is limited. I am ready to have a family in the next year or two, and I need your help to make that happen. And I say, great, let me help you do that. So let's do a little role play. Let's say that you're you, and I'm the guy that you want to make things happen with, okay? If you come to me like this, I'm going to say something like, all right, I just met you not too long ago, and this is a little pushy, but okay, I'm willing to move things along to fit your timeline. Let's say I'm willing to give you a lifelong commitment and to provide for you and the children. I make a lot of money, a lot more than you do, which is probably part of the reason why you singled me out. So your quality of life should improve considerably if I take you on. Now, what will I expect to receive in return? And this question stumps a lot of women. Usually they first come back with some really high level stuff, like I'm intelligent and educated and I would make a really supportive partner. And in my role play, I respond, okay, well, that might be the case. But I already have a lot of support in my life. I have a therapist and a lawyer and a priest and various professional consultants. Each one is an expert in his or her field and are specialized in the functions they serve in my life. No offense, but I don't think you're going to give me better advice than they can in the domains in which I consult them. So that's not actually something that I need from you. And then the women start to cotton on a bit and they say, oh, okay, well, I can give you children, right? Those people can't do that. And I respond, well, almost any woman could give me children. Are you going to be a mother? Are you willing to quit your job and raise those kids? Most of the time, the women are frightened by that prospect and they reply, no, I'm not willing to give up my career or I would expect you to do your share of the childcare too. And so I counter... So you're telling me that you're willing to be a surrogate and that I'll end up paying someone else to raise my children so that you can make a little more money at your job? Sometimes that irritates them and they respond that they don't think it's fair that they should do all the childcare and that they're looking for a 50-50 relationship. And I reply, that's totally fair. But that means that you should probably be asking someone who makes around the same as you do. That way you can both invest equally in the lifestyle that you jointly build. That said, you probably and understandably think, what's the point of getting married if it's not going to significantly improve my situation? Which is why you're talking to me and not some other guy. 
And we go back and forth like this for a while until eventually we hit on the truth of the matter. Namely, if I'm a high value guy, the kind of guy that you want to get married to and have children with, the only way that you're going to get what you want is by providing something that I don't already have. And the more I have, the harder that's going to be. However, in general, there are three things that a woman can provide most straight, high-value men. They are, one, consistent, fantastic sex. Two, children and child-rearing. And three, obedient agreeableness that improves his quality of life. And to be honest, men can actually buy all three of those things. However, there's still a lot of stigma and judgment about buying these three particular things, which actually creates an opportunity in the marketplace for women to potentially fill. Let's focus on this last item a bit, shall we? Obedient agreeableness that improves his quality of life can look like many things. But two of the most common ways of doing this historically are cooking and cleaning. Ooh, okay. The pushback I typically receive on this point is considerable and usually something along along the lines of that is low value labor, Orion. I'm not interested in being someone's maid or some man's mommy. The man I want can afford a maid. Let him pay someone else if he wants his house cleaned. And I say, fair enough you have absolutely no moral obligation to cook or clean for a man. However, I'd like you to consider that if a man pays for that service, that is one less way in which he might need you. You can look at these tasks like oppressive servitude, or you can see them as opportunities to intimately integrate yourself into the man's lifestyle. Remember, The most dangerous man for a woman is the man who has everything. Because if he has everything, he doesn't need you for anything. Which means that you'll be a plaything at best. Next, let's look a little closer at this judgment you have about cooking and cleaning being beneath you as being low-value labor. Let's imagine that we go out to a Michelin star restaurant for a real high-end dining experience. The dinner will be quite expensive, and it may have taken us months just to get a reservation. And let's imagine that during our dinner, we call over our waiter and ask for a glass of water. And he explains, oh, we don't serve water here. This is a high-end restaurant. We only serve champagne. You can get water anywhere, and I would encourage you to take your business elsewhere if that's what you're looking for. (laughs) Yeah, how would that go over? Not well, right? What makes a high-end restaurant is not that it doesn't do what the average restaurants do, but that it does everything that the average restaurants do, and then some. If all the other restaurants serve water, you can't really get away with not serving water. No restaurant is above the minimum standard of service. The high-end ones not only go above and beyond the minimum, they also perform the standard of service with class. You want a glass of water? Right away. They'll put it in a nice glass with artisanal ice cubes and a lemon wedge garnish. They do low-value stuff with enthusiasm and alacrity 
because it's the service that improves the quality of the experience, which is what you're paying for at a Michelin star restaurant. Do you understand? Now, let's be honest. Many of these activities are greatly facilitated by modern technology. Between my dishwasher, laundry machines, and robot vacuums, I personally keep a three-bedroom house clean with maybe two actual hours of labor a month. A month. With grocery delivery services, I can spend two hours a week preparing all my breakfasts and lunches and a few more cooking a few dinners. Pitching in here and there is frankly not a very big ask, which is why I argue that this resistance in women is an ego thing. It's really an issue of pride. And as I've said, pride is women's greatest enemy. It's the number one thing that keeps them from getting into the relationships they want with the men they want to have them with. Look, if you want to split the housework and childcare, find your dark horse. Find a man who has about the same as you and build something together. However, if you're looking for a more successful man to wife you up and give you kids on your timeline, you have to be prepared to provide value. And this has to be a value that he finds valuable because the cat decides what milk is good. And all things being equal, providing obedient agreeableness is one of the easiest and cheapest and safest ways of doing just that. Women, find ways of doing this that work for you. Something to consider. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like priority review of comments or booking a paid one-on-one -on -one consultation. As always, thank you for listening.